You're listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers and the occasional swear word. Every Tuesday and Friday, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom, quizzing creative experts and chatting with the brands you wish you were. So make a margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. Before we get started, a quick PSA. Head to bossycreative.com to download my very free, very juicy guide to building a bold brand. It's packed with loads of tips from Bossy's favorite creative experts and covers everything from copywriting to graphic design to social media to marketing to everything else. Okay, hit subscribe now because we all know you're going to forget and let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode eight of The Bossy Type. Today, we are talking all about showing up on Instagram stories and most importantly, how to be less cringeworthy when you do. I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with stories. I love watching them, especially when people are talking to the camera, and I know how important they are for my brand, but I get it. It's awkward, and to make matters worse, I feel like most of us, including me, are our own worst enemy. We hate our voice, we think we look tired or weird, and everyone's going to notice, and we constantly play with our hair. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you some of my tips for being slightly more confident on stories so you can make them part of your daily business routine. Okay, so first, let's talk about why you need Instagram stories in your strategy. First of all, it helps to build a connection with your audience. You would know just by watching your own stories, whenever there's someone talking to camera, you feel a little bit more drawn to them and you connect with them a lot more than just text on a screen. It also gives you a chance to show your true or real personality. So your audience feels like they, of course, connect with you, but they might trust you a little bit more and they'll listen to what you have to say. They also help to keep you front of mind. So whenever somebody needs maybe a service or a product that you offer, if you're constantly in their feed, you're going to come to mind whenever they need that product or service. So this is especially important because Instagram is so saturated. You've really got to fight your way to the front. And Importantly, Instagram also tends to favor people who do stories regularly. So it's really crucial that you try and show up multiple times a week if you can, just to kind of push the algorithm into your favor. If you are trying to build a bold Instagram channel, I'd suggest you head to the link in our show notes and download our free ebook, 62 Ways to Build a Bold Brand. It's filled with a bunch of tips specifically on social media from our friends at Pep Creative. Okay, so tip number one, get the settings right. So it might seem a little bit superficial, but I think you need to film on a day that you feel good about yourself, whether that means like putting on your favorite outfit or wearing red lipstick. These little things all really help. As soon as you feel good about yourself, you're a lot more confident to one, start shooting the story and two, keep it and send it out to the real world. I would also suggest choosing a spot with a nice light. So for me, this is in my kitchen, which is not ideal, but you can't really see the background on stories if you're holding the camera right. So I would suggest finding a spot in your house that works well for you. Usually it's in front of a window with the window behind the phone. So it's kind of casting the light onto you. 
And lastly, try to catch yourself on a good mood day. I always try and film my stories when I'm feeling particularly positive or chatty, usually after a coffee. So just try and find or catch yourself on those moments and try to record as many stories as you can. Tip number two, shoot however you feel comfortable. So is this walking? Is this with a coffee in your hand? Is this a secret room where no one is within a 200 meter radius of you? Perfect. Go with that. You've always got to be comfortable however you shoot. So you've got to figure out what works for you. There's also a few options on Instagram for how you actually shoot the story. So some people feel more comfortable holding their phone in their hand, and this helps to avoid any or too many distracting hand movements or hair playing, but others prefer the hands-free vibe so they can feel like they're chatting to someone that's right in front of them. And it also means that the camera is not too close. There are also some tools you can buy like tripods and ring lights. So it can help to make your video feel more profesh or look more produced, which can again, help you to feel more confident with the finished product. Tip number three, plan what you're going to say. You don't have to script it. In fact, scripting it is probably a bad idea because usually you can tell when somebody's reading it, but try to have an idea of the points and sub points that you want to mention. For example, if you have a new product out, what is it? Why do we love it? And where can we buy it? Don't think about it too much before you start filming. I think people get caught up on this, really trying to script out and think about what they're going to say. And that causes us to stumble when we start filming. So just try and start. It's not live. You can always delete it. Tip number four, use a teleprompter app. So I know that there is one called teleprompter for video and there might be a couple of other options, but basically it's an app that shows your words on the screen. So you can still look like you're chatting with us, but you're actually reading your lines so you don't stuff it up. So that's really good if you're just starting out or you're really terrified of going ad lib, you can actually have your notes to read along while still kind of engaging with your audience. Tip number five, try to include a mix of stories on your channel. So don't feel like you have to just do stories of you talking to camera constantly. People kind of get bored of that. Mix them up. Use boomerangs, pictures, text, talking to camera. And I feel like that kind of helps because you're kind of diluting the the talking to camera bit. So it's not so scary. Tip number six, the most important tip of all, just start. So take a few deep breaths first. Don't get too caught up on it. Just start and see what happens. You can always get rid of it. Try to talk quite casually. Imagine that you're talking to a friend, like literally imagine them in your head and smile if you can, because people love a smile and it's a lot more engaging than being like a deer in headlights. Tip number seven, avoid the fluff. So often the hardest part of recording stories is starting. We have no idea what to say to kick off the story. So this is all about finding what works for you, whether that's saying hi everyone or just launching straight into your message. Both are fine. There's no rules. Just find something that works for you and that you're comfortable with. Try to avoid a really long-winded intro because, again, people lose interest. We're a really impatient bunch. So if you say something like, Hi everyone, I thought I would just jump on here this morning as I need to show my face on here a bit more often and a few people have been messaging me about. By this stage, people have tapped across and you might have lost your chance. So try to keep it really succinct if you can. And it's really not that necessary to include an outro other than maybe a call to action, what you want people to do. Do they need to go to your website? Do they need to click the link in bio? Do they need to answer a poll? All of the above. 
Tip number eight, add captions. I know it's time consuming, but it is really important for a few reasons. First of all, a lot of people keep their phone on silent. And if you've worked up the courage to share something, you don't want all those people to miss out. It's also important for accessibility. It means that people with hearing impairments can take in what you have to say and they don't have to miss out on your exciting news. There's no need to add a word for word caption. Just kind of summarize whatever you're saying in each frame. Tip number nine, if you're brave, watch them back. So congratulations, you've made it this far, you've actually recorded something and now you have two options from here. You can either send it straight to stories and into the world and never watch it again or you can watch it back to see how you could improve next time. So do you touch your hair too much? If so, maybe try holding something next time even if it's a coffee. Do you struggle to maintain eye contact? try practicing in the mirror, or do you maybe have an upward inflection, which a lot of us do being Australian? If so, try to imagine your sentences end in a full stop, not a question mark. This is actually how I write my podcast notes and I find it really helpful. Okay, so they're all of my tips, but if you're still too scared after all of that, I have a quick challenge for you that might help. So I'm going to challenge you to shoot a quick video every single day for a month that you'll never ever post and will never see the light of day. This is all about practice. It feels exactly the same filming for no one that it does to everyone and practice makes perfect so you've just got to start. After a month, I think that you'll be so much more confident. You can maybe even commit to a date that you'll post your first video live after you've done that month challenge. You're technically a month into it, so you'll save yourself from all that initial awkwardness as well. All right, so let's quickly recap on those tips. Tip number one, get the settings right. Make sure you feel good about yourself and find the best light. Tip number two, shoot however you feel comfortable, whether that's moving or sitting, using tools if you need to. Tip number three, plan what you're going to say. Try not to script it, but have some points in mind that you want to cover. Tip number four, use the teleprompter app if you're really not sure how you'll go remembering all your messaging. Tip number five, try to include a mix of stories on your channels like boomerangs, talking to camera, pictures and text. Tip number six, just start. (laughs) The most important one. Just start, don't think about it too much and see where it takes you. Tip number seven, avoid the fluff. Try to avoid a really long intro and there's no need for a long outro either. Tip number eight, add captions, even if they're just summarizing what you're talking about on each frame. And tip number nine, if you're brave, watch it back to see how you could improve next time you record. Okay, like I said, I'm no pro myself, but hopefully those tips help to give you a little bit more confidence when it comes to shooting your Instagram stories. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelled A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.